classic 80s metal. Symphonic death metal opera. But I've got to be in a mood to listen to Black Sabbath. Many of our listeners weren't even born then. Back for its time, it was very progressive. I can see there are thrash elements. You are a metal paradox. A stunning vision of death metal. I would listen to it over and over and over again today. It just seems so dated. I hear this more as operatic as goth. Florian will surpass Halford as the iconic heavy metal singer. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Welcome back to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. This is episode 45, January 2017, a new year in metal. You can talk back to us by tweeting at Metal Debate, or you can send us an email to thegreatmetaldebate at gmail.com. I'm your host, Gone Thog, joined once again by my friend, Mr. 80s Party Metal, the guru of glam, Brian. The guru of glam. You're too generous, my friend. You know I love things like that. Brian, it's been a while since we've talked. Uh, what's been going on, man? Oh, not a lot. Just a lot of cold and flu symptoms. Uh, other than that, I'm doing fine. Ready for 2017 to take off metal-wise. That's for dang sure. Well, man, I haven't had a chance to talk to you in a while, and uh, I really haven't had a chance to share some experiences at some shows. I was able to go to a number of shows at the end of last year. Some great shows, including the CD release for our friends in Stagecoach Inferno, as well as an awesome black metal show featuring our friends in Lustravi and the guys in Secret She Kept. Dude, you had some great interviews. You were killing it concert-wise at the end of the year there. You went to see a bunch of stuff. I mean, uh, I love the Secret She Kept interview. That was awesome. Yeah, really awesome guys. Uh, Necrol, uh, super cool dude, and... He destroyed on stage, man. I mean, they you could tell the experience and just the raw evil coming on the stage. Well, that's always what you look for in a good black metal show, the raw evil and experience. Other than that, how was it? Beyond words, man. Those two bands, Floridian black metal bands, Lustravi and Secret She Kept, folks should definitely check them out. But again, was able to see quite a few shows that last month, and... I'm not going to single out which one, but I came back with one of uh, from one of them. An awesome show, but I kind of had a bit of a beef with somebody at one of those shows. Is it a true metal crowd? Well, it was a true metal crowd, except for one guy, a photographer. Now, Brian, you and I have talked a little bit about the fact that, you know, I'd like to get a little bit into concert photography. It just helps as far as when we interview somebody, it'd be nice to have <coughs> a few photos of them. Yeah, and yeah. so have been getting a little bit into concert photography, and I'm not great by any stretch of the imagination, but trying to teach myself a little bit. And part of it for me is just that I'll take some photos, but first and foremost, I'm there to see the show. Like, I would rather miss taking good photos and enjoy the show and be headbanging and singing along than make sure I catch just the right camera angle. I often do forget to take photos at the show because I'm singing and headbanging along. After one show I saw, I was talking with Exura from Winterham, and she saw that I had a camera around my neck, and she said, hey, did you get any good photos? I had to tell her, no, I was so enjoying your show, I didn't even think to turn on the camera and snap any photos. I mean, that's kind of how I approach it. Like, 
if I'm into the show, yeah. photography is going to be in the back of my mind. I don't blame you, though. I mean, they're an awesome band. But I ran into this one guy. He was a photographer, and he was there to shoot some bands at a show. You would have thought he was there at the Salt Mines, not at a fun metal show. Just his yeah. disposition, and honestly, his reaction to the crowd, when this crowd would sh- jump, shout, push forward, uh-huh. if that interfered at all with getting his photo, that just seemed to piss him off. He just seemed to derive zero enjoyment from the show. I, I mean, I would venture to say you're in the wrong crowd if that's the way you're going to act when people jump and push forward at a show. I mean, why, why would you go to a show like that? I have no idea, man. I, I mean, I guess for him, maybe he sees photography as some sort of pure art form and he's above the listening to the mere music or enjoying the band or shaking his head in any way. Well, he can purely suck it and I hope his ears bleed because of it. Good God, why I go to a metal show for pictures that you missed the whole point? I've run into some good photographers, some, and especially a couple in Louisville who... They're there to take photographs, but they also will talk with the fans, enjoy the show. They might even crack a smile on occasion. I just don't get it. I don't understand how you can have a workmanlike approach to taking photos. It just blows my mind. I mean, maybe I could see if you're like at a concert and you're a metal photographer and you have to go to a show that you don't particularly like. Well, you know, let's say I go to a symphonic metal show. I'm not going to be into the music as much as the fans there. But at least I'm going to do my best to enjoy it, headbang a little bit, and jump with the crowd. I, I, still, you know that. You know what? No, that's a, you're there to get the music, man. I don't get it. I almost turned to him and said, "Why are you even here, man? You seem miserable." But again, you know, I don't think you can fix somebody who just is determined to be miserable. And I hope I'm never like that. Maybe I'll. I'm sure I'll never be half the photographer he is. But at least I'll have some enjoyment from the show. Yeah, and that's the point of going to the show, man. Why do it? I mean, I agree. You got to be, you got to enjoy. Well, let's enjoy some metal. Our first song for this show, we're going to jump into it with some black metal. This a track by North Carolina band Mysteriarch. This is the title track from their 2006 album. Here is The Majestic Fall.
Norwegian occultism lives with this American symphonic black metal act. Check out this album, The Majestic Fall, as well as Mysteriarch's more recent release, 2012's Mournful Embrace of Eons. I heard this song, and it definitely exemplifies black metal. I felt like I'd wandered into a church, just the wrong church. It was so deep and dark and heavy. Excellent stuff. Excellent black metal. Brian, last year we talked about a band, a band called Max Sabbath. Max Sabbath. And we had quite the discussion about the merits or lack thereof of a band like Max Sabbath. Right. But I just kind of tossed that aside as merely a curiosity. Apparently not. Max Sabbath has spawned a horde of imitators. We have bands like Galactic Empire, where the musicians dress up like Darth Vader and Stormtroopers and play metal. Yes, yes. And then perhaps the most mind-boggling, the band Oakley Dokley, an homage to Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. An absolute heavy metal band, though, no doubt. Brian, I'll admit I may have been somewhat off because I did think that there might have been some artistic merit to an effort like Max Sabbath. But instead, I kind of feel like this has become a disease. It is definitely growing. I mean, I would have no doubt that we're about to see Family Guy metal bands. I have no doubt that we're about to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, definitely the Power Rangers uh, metal band coming up soon. You know, I listen to some of these bands, and the thing is, they're they're musically talented, but I just can't get into it, man. It's too much of a gimmick for me. That, you know, that's saying something for me, man. I think every band has to have some element of a gimmick. Again, I was the at the CD release show for our friends in Stagecoach Inferno. Wild West meddlers, they use yeah. the imagery from... Uh, spaghetti westerns to inform their music and so that's Mm -hmm. something of a gimmick but it's not over the top and it certainly doesn't i don't think detract from the metalness of what they do if somebody comes on stage dressed like darth vader i just don't know that i can get over that to me the gimmick outdoes the metal of it which is unfortunate because galactic empire those guys played great cover tunes of the of the star wars songs supremely talented, really, really good. O'Killy, Dokili, uh, O'Killio, Dilio, uh, the Flanders dudes, they're just straight up. Yeah, I, I was scared where you were going to go with that. If Yeah, yeah well, it could have got bad, but I just kept it there. But, I mean, they, they just, it's too much. It detracts from what they're playing. I mean, even though it's really cool, I can't help but, you know, stare at that crap and, and miss the music, I guess. We talked before about the role that image plays, and indeed I've made the statement that a band like Behemoth, if they came out on stage in all-white tuxedos and played the music, that it just wouldn't fit. Similarly, I just don't think that you can come out dressed like Ned Flanders, and regardless of the musicianship, the skill, it just doesn't fit on a certain level with metal. Well, let me take it to a different argument then, because it's interesting. Behemoth is exactly where I was going to go and say, sometimes I get distracted by the black metal dress and show more than I do the music. Uh, I find the same argument works for some of the other stuff, too. I mean, it just overpowers. The darkness darkness fits. 
Brian, that's why you can't have, I mean, this thing about Christian metal just doesn't work. How can you be singing praises to God and then playing metal? It just doesn't work. I think that the darkness doesn't work for some of the black metal bands because it becomes all about the image, and the image detracts from listening to the music. And then again, you've got to have decent music worth listening to no matter what your image is. And I think with bands like Galactic Empire, guys that can play a little bit, they at least have that going for them. Some of the other bands that we we listen to and, and go over, they, they just don't even have the talent going for them. They just have the image. Image is not everything. You specifically have said image is everything. That was a different show. <laughs> Regardless, here's another heaping helping of metal, British power metal, from their 2015 album, Beast Inside. This is Control the Storm with Day of Days.
Day of Days, Control the Storm. That's a song of songs, if you ask me, dude. I love good power metal. I had no trouble imagining me listening to this in the 80s and thinking it was an awesome song. Definitely uh, a little more commercial than some of the stuff we listen to, but I got no problem with that as long as it's good metal. And Control the Storm definitely has some good metal. Yeah, check out that album, Beast Inside. It's a killer. So... Let me bring up a topic I want to talk about a little bit. We recently had someone post on the on the Facebook page, what do we think of the new Metallica album, Hardwired? And so I thought that's the perfect thing for us to discuss, because I know how much you love Metallica, and I know how much you think they're metal. And so I listened to this entire album, and I had a very particular thing that I thought about it, and I'm interested to get your take first. What, what did you think about Hardwired? Dude, I don't listen to hard rock, hardwired, whatever. Metallica are a bunch of posers. We've already discussed what I think of thrash, which is it's overblown. And the most overblown, overemphasized, and underdelivering band of all time is Metallica. I oh. cited them as posers way back in the 80s and warned oh, you about them. Your ass and I don't know people why people there. continue to be taken in by this group of posers you can overblow my thrash big friend i can't believe that you're saying that stuff because you were a fan now let me talk about the new metallica real quick it had a very distinct old metallica sound the problem is everything sounded the same to me uh, every song sounded like every other song i could put the words in from one song into another so it's not that the metal was bad it's that the writing was bad i, I just didn't get into it all i mean i like the sound i would listen to it i might even buy the album but i'm not gonna listen to it over and over and over again because you hear one song you heard them all and for me you know that's saying something but as far as thrash being overblown and overrated you're just ridiculous man i suppose you don't like the new uh slayer album either repentless i think the metal goddess floor jansen put it best when she described oh slayer God. as a boring dreadful band said uh, the most same sounding singer on the planet God, everything sounds like an opera that she sings, no matter whether it's rock or metal or what. Right, I think we have established that thrash, we should just set that to the side. There's uh, no reason to discuss thrash in the context of metal anymore. You, True metal fans have moved beyond thrash. Oh, you could establish my nuts, big boy. There are millions of metal fans that love thrash, and you know it. That's what pisses you off, is that you can't talk everybody out of it. I suppose you don't like the new Testament album either. Testament is probably the best of those thrash bands that we've mentioned. But again, why listen to thrash? Have you gone insane? Testament? Who knows what it's going to be tomorrow? Today it's Floor Yance and tomorrow will change. I know that. What won't change will be my disdain for thrash, Slayer, and in particular Metallica. I've been telling you since way back in the 80s, stop wasting your time with Metallica. Do not buy this album, Hard Rockers, and don't buy any of the other albums from their discography. Back to the first one, they all suck. First three albums were the greatest trio of albums ever put out, you know it. Hard Rock Poser. Suck it. Let's move on to something that's not Hard Rock Poser. Our next song, our final metal track for this episode. We've got Go more Black and Death Metal, Brian. Off their 2015 album, Black Majesty, here is Curse the Flesh with... The Shroud.
again, that was described by Curse the Flesh off their 2015 release, Black Majesty. I really like this song, man. I actually listened to a lot of this album and plan on finishing up listening to the rest of it. I enjoyed Curse the Flesh, man. Brian, what do we have on tap for the coming year, man? What is your metal forecast for 2017? (laughs) There's so many good bands coming out this year. There's so many good albums, and I am loving every tour headed this way. I've already got a couple of bands picked out that I've tried to interview and a couple of shows to go to, and it can only get better from here. Yeah, Brian, I'm looking forward in uh, the next couple of months and seeing some amazing death metal bands, some classic metal, some symphonic metal, all kinds of metal, in particular metal from Europe where metal originated. And, And metal really... All metal is European. Yeah, that's ridiculous, but I will agree with you. There's some good European metal out there, and there's some good European metal coming. Maybe you'll get lucky, and Elvete's new album will have a hurdy-gurdy solo on it. You can really just oh. kind of get all you can get a boner about that. Nothing better than some pure pagan metal coming at you. That's it for this episode. Remember, you can catch up on all episodes of the Great Metal Debate podcast including our artist interviews and fan casts on SoundCloud, iTunes, or YouTube. And be sure to engage in the metal debate yourself by liking our page on Facebook. Let's hear from you guys. You can all tweet me. Until the next time, sell your soul for metal and defend it till your dying day.